Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time of day it is when you may tune in. This is Minister Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and welcome to you. I'm delighted that you are joining me today. This message today is going to be fairly short, and I want to talk about ambassadorship. I want to look at the fact that Christians are ambassadors according to the Word of God. Right now in our world, we're hearing different things about ambassadors as there's potential wars and things that are looming. And so, you know, you hear them talking about the ambassadors and they're calling ambassadors back home and so forth. And I got to thinking about this, and, and it's not just from that, but uh, another confirmation the Lord gave me about this particular message. And so I've been mulling this over for a little bit of time, and I want to bring to you some thoughts from the scriptures, from one of the passages that Paul uses when he discusses us as ambassadors. Now, what is an ambassador? Well, in the scripture, the Old Testament and the New Testament, in essence, the meanings are really the same. An ambassador would be one who is dispatched, one who is sent out as a messenger, who will act as a representative, someone who is sent out as a representative of the home country, delivering the message of the king or the leader of that home country, someone who is sent out as a representative who then is going to act and speak for him, act and speak on behalf of the leader of the king that he is representing or she is representing. Paul was an ambassador. He called himself that in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 20. I'd like to look at that very quickly before I get into the main scripture that I want to look at today. In Ephesians chapter 6, I want to read verses 19 and 20. Paul writes this, And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. So Paul is saying here that he is in chains, he's in prison, but he is still an ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as such, even in prison, Paul wants to represent Jesus even in his chains. He wants to proclaim the message from God who he represented. He wanted to proclaim the gospel, which is the good news that this king, our Lord, has sent us on dispatch as his representative to proclaim. Paul teaches in another place where this same word for ambassador is used in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 that we also are ambassadors. Every Christian, every true follower of Jesus Christ is an ambassador. I want to read 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and I want to begin the reading in verse 14 and read through verse 21. Verse 14 of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. For the love of Christ compels us because we judge thus, 
that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So Paul tells us here that we are ambassadors of Christ. Notice several things from this passage that I read. The position that we hold is the position of ambassadors, those who represent our king, those who carry and deliver his message, his good news, and promote his interests. Notice the motive in verse 14. Paul gives us the motive, and it is the love of Christ, he says, that compels us, that urges us, that constrains us with its influence to share. And the basis for this love of Christ compelling us, the basis for this motive is that Jesus died that we might live. Jesus died that we might live. Oh, how amazing is that love. The result of receiving King Jesus's message for all who will receive it is that each and every one who will call upon the name of the Lord and be saved, those who will take this message of the gospel and believe in Jesus Christ, repent of their sins and ask his forgiveness for their sins, Verse 17 says that for any and all who will do that, he then or she then becomes a brand new creation. Something brand new, never been made before. The old is gone. The new has come. There's freedom and forgiveness like you've never known. The old sins are gone. The old guilt and shame from those sins is gone. And the new life has come, a brand new life. You're born again, born anew, born from above. And there's a newness of life now. And you're a brand new creation in Jesus Christ. And in that sense, you then also have become inducted as an ambassador. 
induction into ambassadorship, in our case, according to the scriptures, is when God reconciled us ourselves back to him and then has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. This is now our job as ambassadors. He gives us the definition of our job, of our ministry, and he says that it's the entirety of the message of the gospel. Good news. What is that good news? God, through Jesus Christ, offers and has done all of the work necessary to offer reconciliation for all the world. What is reconciliation? It's being restored to favor with God. Paul described it in Romans chapter 5 verse 1 as peace with God. No longer are we under the guilt and shame of our sin. No longer do we stand condemned before a holy God. But through Jesus Christ, for all who will believe in him and receive this good news, they are now reconciled to God at peace with him and restored to favor. The work has been done for any and all who will believe. God did the work through Jesus Christ. He finished the work on his cross. And in that, he is not imputing our guilt and our sins to us when we believe. And the result is that everyone who believes and receives this gift, God then saves us, delivers us, makes us a brand new creation, takes away the old, gives us the new, and also commits to us the word of reconciliation. What does that mean? He deposits in us, he assigns to us, he appoints to us and allocates this word of reconciliation, this logos, this, this understanding and this word of God, the whole entirety of the word of God, so that we can then pass it on to others and show and lead other people how they too can be reconciled to God, restored to God's favor, and granted relationship and fellowship with him. We are able then to serve them the truth of the gospel, that word of reconciliation, this mystery that Paul called it in some places, how we are ambassadors for Christ. And God through us is pleading as if pleading to be reconciled to God with those that we come in contact with. I've taught this in the past, and I love this concept, the waiter and waitress idea. It's as if we have now become waiters in God's restaurant, and he's got a kitchen full of good news, a kitchen full of good food that will nourish people, that will set them free, that will give them a brand new life and true health and true living. And we get to serve up that word of reconciliation to them. We get to give them living waters to drink from our bellies, so to speak. That's what Jesus had said. And then the best of all, when they receive that, we can show them the ticket written in red, paid in full. It's free to us. It costs Jesus everything. 
It cost God the Father everything, but he was willing to do it for you. You are that joy set before him. And to us, it's free of charge, but it does require us to give him our all, give him our lives. Oh, taste and see, beloved friend, that the Lord is good. And so he has all of this. He's already done it. He's done it all. And now we come in because we become those ambassadors for Christ. Every day, everywhere, at all times, anywhere, and in every way. God chooses to deposit and assign these tasks to us as his representative. He uses us to proclaim his good news. His heart is pleading, longing, desiring, craving. The word actually can discuss it as if it were to beg or petition. God is longing for more and more people to call upon him and be saved. He wants his house full. He wants everyone to be saved and know him. Only those who can and will receive his gift, only those who will receive his gift that he's offering will receive the benefits of that and will become new creations. But the offer is available to anyone and everyone. Do we do this job well? Do we share God's heart? Because God's heart is pleading for them to come. Let us be his true ambassadors, calling out to others to be reconciled to God. Notice also it speaks in here, and this is almost unbelievable except for the fact that it's written in the word of the living God. God made the only one who never sinned to take it upon himself as if he had sinned on your behalf and on mine. And then he grants an exchange when we believe in that. When we believe in the finished work of Jesus Christ, when we accept his sacrifice on our behalf, when we believe that his blood is enough to pay for our sin debt, the great exchange is that we who are guilty now are made imputed righteousness by God. We've now become righteous by him. So fellow ambassadors, let us do our job. May God find us being his representatives, sharing his heart and his message when he comes for us in the near future, because he will be soon calling his ambassadors back home. I pray that this has been a blessing to you and that, Lord willing, you can join us again for various messages in the future as the Lord wills from Covenant Truth Ministries. God bless you today in Jesus' name. Amen.